the Holy Gospel, according to St. Mark, the 12th chapter. As Jesus taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seat in the synagogues and the places of honor at the banquets. They devour widows' houses. And for the sake of appearance, say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. today's story, the widow put in two small copper coins, didn't she? Would you like to see what those coins might look like? Now, one of some of you might know Mr. Ray Kuhn, who's sitting right over there. He collects coins and knows way more about them than I do. But he wanted to share with you because he thinks these are kind of cool to see, and he wanted to share with you so that you could look at the same kind of coins that Jesus would, would have been looking at. Now, these are two small copper coins. You can see on one side there's something stamped, sort of, and on the other side there's something stamped, sort of. Can we pass it around? Sure. Pass it around. One that way, one that way. Make sure that each person gets to look at it, and then pass it on to the next person. They're a little bit different. They're the same thing, but they're a little bit different. Now, as you look at these, you'll see that there's something with spokes, it looks like, on one side. Are they old coins? They're very old. Did you know that these, at the time of Jesus, were already old coins? Have you ever seen a really old penny and it looks kind of grimy? This would have been an old, grimy penny in Jesus' day. An old, grimy penny. Now, on one side, there's, there's something that looks like spokes. That's actually a sun. And on the other side, it's hard to distinguish what it is. It's hard to see what it is. But it's actually an anchor. These were the symbols of the Roman government. 
just like we put symbols of our government on the penny, they put symbols of theirs so that they knew who this belonged to. This was the Romans. Now, you who have been able to see the small copper coins, sometimes we call them a mite, M-I-T-E, a mite. Are they big? No, they're really, really small, aren't they? They're teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny. And they are, are they the same size? Sort of. But really, they're just, they're just little pieces of copper. Um, can, I, can I look at, at the other one? Well, once it comes around, you can, yeah. Is, do you think this is worth a whole lot? No. No. Not at the time it wasn't, no. Not at the time. In fact, two of these were worth about a penny. Now, I want you to show, I want to show you some pictures of what it might have looked like. Now, obviously, they didn't have cameras back then, but an artist took some time to draw some of these things. So I want you to see some pictures of what it might look like. Now, this first picture, who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? Jesus and his disciples, that's right. And what are they doing? Which one is Jesus? Which one's Jesus? Yeah. Which one do you think? Yep, that one pointing. Jesus did a lot of pointing. Yep, Jesus and his disciples. And what were they doing? Amazing. They were watching. They were watching. They were watching people put money into the treasury. Kind of like we put into the offering plate, you know? They were putting into the treasury. Now there were a lot of different people. Can everybody see that? A lot of different people putting into the treasury, and some of them had really long robes. Do those robes look like my robes? No. A little bit. A little bit. In fact, my robes are somewhat taken from their robes, which is interesting and kind of scary. But, but what more did this person right here, did she have long robes? No. This was the widow. A widow is someone who has had their spouse passed away. In this case, it was her husband. And she had a hard time making ends meet. She, she didn't have a whole lot of money. In fact, all she had was two of these copper coins. Where is the other copper coin, by the way? There's one. Oh, thank you very much. There we go. Now, as they put into the treasury... The people with the rich robes, they gave a whole lot. But they didn't give everything they had. This widow gave everything she had, even though it was a little bit. Now, I want you to look very closely at the widow. What does her face look like? She's really old. She's old. What else? It's a she. What else? Does she look super energetic? Does she look super energetic? No, not really. I want you to look at her hands. Oh, sorry. What do her hands look like? They're kind of right there, but they're, they're, they're worn out, aren't they? She's done a lot of work. They're bumpy. They might be a little bit dirty. Now, Jesus, when he saw what she was giving out, Chloe, can you see? When she saw what he was giving out, he said that this widow had put in more than everybody else. 
That this widow, even though these weren't worth very much, had put in more than everybody else. And then the artist drew this. How does she look now? Happy. It meant something that God thought that what she had to give was worth something. And it meant something that God thought what she had to give was valuable, even when no one else did. It was meaningful. How many of you know what a penny is? You. Yeah, most of you know what a penny is. This is a penny, a newly minted penny. Well, mostly new. It's got a P marked on it. Now, right there. See right there? Now, they don't make stuff like this very often. In fact, it won't be for another few decades, I believe, before they make another one. This has never been used as money before. But this is one penny, one cent. Now, how much can you buy with one penny? Yeah. Not a whole lot, right? Not a whole lot. Yeah? You can get something more than a, you can get free, which is less than a penny. You can, yeah, sometimes it's easier to get something for free than to get something for a penny, right? Yeah, you don't need to check it out. Well, what Mr. Kuhn has done today, and I'd like to thank him for it, is he's given us a bunch of these pennies, not to spend, but to keep. Because we want to remember that just like this widow, Thank you. we want to remember that some of the smallest things are valuable to God. And that God wants not just all of creation and all of the world, God wants the smallest, the biggest, and everything else. That when we give everything... God finds it to be great, great in value. This is true of coins. This is true of people. This is true of all things. The great and the smallest, all of them, are worth something to God. So when you see this, I want you to remember that everything, everything has value to God. All right. Would you please thank Mr. Ray Kuhn for everything he did for us today? And I'd be remiss if I didn't also bring out our standard collection. Cooper, would you help me? Once you're done getting one of those, can you bring these and these back to Mr. Ray? Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Children for years to come will now know about the widow's mite. Thank you. Nice.
the name of Jesus. Amen. Everything, everything is valued by God. And everything, everything is to be used for and through God. When's the last time you bought something with a penny? Never. <laughs> Never. 45 years ago? 45 years ago? Yeah. When I was growing up, uh, I could buy something for a penny every time I got my hair cut. Denny, my barber, would have a little collection of pennies, and he would give one to each person if they sat still, and also if they didn't sit still. But he would give one to each person once they got their hair cut, and you could go over and get one of those little tiny pieces of candy from the coin-operated machine. And I thought he was an incredibly generous man for giving away all of his pennies. I didn't really realize until I was older that he just emptied the machine at the end of the day and recirculated the pennies. <laughs> but nonetheless, generous. Nonetheless, I found great value in that single penny. Not because of its actual circulation worth, but because of what Denny was doing through that penny. It was powerful that he thought enough of me to want to give me something. It was powerful that he developed a relationship with me. Even when I was fidgety and didn't quite like having my hair cut at all, it was powerful to me that such power came through something so small. It was powerful. Everything, everything has value to God. And everything, everything should be used for and through God. In today's text, we have the story of the widow, and we often call it the widow's might. And there's a temptation in this text to simply look at the widow in awe. To look at the widow and say, what great faith she has. I could never have that. Or, what amazing witness she had to others. Maybe I'll do that one day. Or, when she has so little, it's kind of easy to give it away. It's easy to make this a story about the widow's might. And it's easy to make this a story about the widow's faith. But this is not a story about the widow being an exemplary figure above and beyond what the rest of us can be. No, this is about Jesus making the widow a standard for us and for the rest of our lives. You see, Jesus is not about how much you give. Jesus is about giving all. Jesus is not about how much you give. Jesus is about giving all. Because everything has value to God and everything should be used for and through God. Consider Consider what it would be like for you to give all. For you to truly give up all. Now, if you're like me, there's a few things that go on through your head. Namely, okay, I'll give all. How do I pay for food? How do I eat? What do I wear? How do I get to my job? How do I do this? How do I do that? And these are all good and right things to consider. Consider. 
However, eventually, I used that same logic and that same thinking to get to the point where, well, am I really going to do a good job if I don't drink my cup of coffee in the morning? And am I really going to do a good job if I'm not resting and relaxing by watching Netflix? You see, we take this kind of experience of thinking about the things that we need in everyday life, and eventually we find a way of not changing life, not really actually engaging with what Christ is calling us to, which is that everything has value to God. Everything. And everything should be used for and through God. On Veterans Day, on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, we have a very interesting experience where we get to see people who push our idea of what it looks like to give everything. People who push our idea of what it looks like to give more than just a few dollars, more than just 10%, more than just an hour or a day or a week or a month of service, willing to give life. This is not the only place we see this, nor am I trying to confuse the church with our armed forces. However, if we see a good example of service, we should lift it up. I forget which world war it was. It was either the first or the second, obviously. But Trinity had a pastor who heard a calling, who followed this calling to war, and came home again. It's not just a part of our citizenry that we remember today. It's a part of our people. It's a part of who we are to push this understanding of what it's like to give and give all. What would it look like for you to rearrange life? What would it look like for you to rearrange money? What would it look like for you to rearrange how we exist in our culture today? Because that's what war asks. And to make that not about war, but about the kingdom of God come near. What would it look like? The folks in World War I, some of them were trained and some of them were lifelong military, but most of them were neighbors and friends and family. They had no special qualifications, just like the widow. They had no special experience, just like the widow. They had not a whole lot more, if if not a whole lot less than you and I. And yet these are the ones who taught us what it is like to give. And these are the ones that we remember today. And we lift up today. As an exercise, I want you to consider the smallest thing or the most insignificant to you thing that you have in your house. I want you to think in your head right now, what's the smallest thing or the most insignificant thing that you have in your house? 
It might be a penny. It might be a penny nail. It might be, I don't know, an old broom. It could be anything. I want you to think of the smallest thing you have in your house. Now, I want you to put it inside the same frame that we've been seeing these two small copper coins. That everything has value to God and that everything is to be used for and through God. This week, I want you to take that item that you had in your head and I want you to use it or to give it or to somehow engage it so that it proclaims the good news of God in Christ Jesus for someone, for the world, if you can make it happen, but for someone. If it's a penny, I want you to figure out how to use that penny. If it's a penny nail, I want you to figure out how to use the penny nail. If it's the old broom, I want you to figure out how to use the old broom. Whatever it is, I want you to, to sit down with it and to see the same value that God sees in every small thing And I want you, in that value, to use it for and through God. I want you to proclaim the good news of God in Christ Jesus. I want you to let people know that they are loved and they are graced and they are forgiven. I want you to bring the same comfort and joy that God brings to us through these two small copper coins. I want you to bring that same stuff to the world. Next week, the week after that, and if you get finished early, you may just go right on ahead. I want you to consider the bigger things in your house. How might they be used to proclaim the kingdom of God draw near? I want you to consider, eventually, your house itself. How might it be used to proclaim the kingdom of God draw near? I want you to consider your own self. How might you be used to proclaim the kingdom of God come near? Because Everything has value. Everything. And we are to use everything. The penny nail, all the way up to our own selves. For and through God. Consider. Consider the places where you see good examples of service and self-sacrifice. Consider the veterans. Consider the widows. Consider them all. And do your best, God willing, to find value and proclamation in every single thing. God be with you this day. And may God find the same value in all of us.